Welcome back to Podland. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by Ian and a recently uh, wilderness boy, Jason. How was your hike What's up? up in the mountains of Los Angeles? Where'd you go, San Bernardino? Uh, San Jacinto. Oh, it's the second tallest mountain in Southern California. My legs are pretty shot today. I bet they, I bet like every single vein is like popping out right now. It was painful. It was a humbling weekend. So we, we backpacked, we camped up, up in the mountain last, uh, on Saturday night. And, uh, yeah, well, safe to say I haven't done much physically over the winter. So it was, uh, a little painful. I'm a little, a little tight today. Little Winter? Tight. You live in Orange County. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let's calm down there. It's, it's been seventy for like a year. Yeah. You yeah. haven't you haven't seen your temperature gauge change from seven. So. Um, Did you have but, to drink your own pee? No, but there was multiple Bill Grills drinking his own pee jokes. Uh, did I you um? Done it. Did you have to pee on anybody after a jellyfish thing? Yeah, that happens. That happens surfing, but no. I no, 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 no. They they fly too. I don't oh, they fly. Know that. Oh, interesting. So. interesting. You didn't see any? They're very, they're very like uh, prominent in Southern California. Nick, Nick walk us, uh, walk us through your <laughs> new and improved. Ian, I, I'm just changing the topic. I'm just changing the Ian's, topic. It Ian's was, being muted. <laughs> here, at, look, comedy is just throwing dots at a wall to see what sticks, and you know that one, that one didn't stick. So I'm, I'm pivoting. Nick, okay. walk us through uh, your new and improved, although I'm not sure it's improved, background. What's going oh, on? You in your God. new house? Okay, you jackass. Give them um, a This break. wall will be filled in. We'll, well, we'll walk us through. No, wa- wa- well, give us – talk about the situation. You moved houses, right? Moved, yeah. So th- I, have, I have an office space now, so I can decorate it however I want. Got a couple posters up, filled in the bookcase quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot on the ground you're not seeing. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to see how this will turn out. Jason, this it looks, is, it, it Jason, looks better. this is fine. I'm, I'm giving this him a hard time. Fine. I'm giving him a hard time. This is great. This is a great improvement. You got the Star Wars poster in the back there. A lot of fun little Easter eggs on the shelf. This is good. This is good. No, I'm, I'm, he's I'm my he's, stamp of approval. He's patronizing you, Nick. Okay. I, 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 I know exactly what he's doing. All right. Well, I'm... After Jason's muting of Ian, I'm going to mute Jason. Okay. And let's get into some trailers. Uh, got three new ones this week, almost two. Um, but Mission Impossible gave us a little Monday morning gift. Mm. Um, and boy, first, was it sweet. Let's talk about 3,000 Years of Longing, new George Miller movie. Uh, Abs- Ian, absolutely crazy. It, you mentioned it last week. It was your honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, in our most anticipated movie draft, I was not expecting a trailer so soon. Like, it, yeah. it felt like you spoke it into existence because when I sat down for men, it played right before and I had no idea. Um, yeah, so I, my, my I, first I, experience with it was in the theater. And then I was like, what, oh. I'm, surpri- what I'm surprised about is I thought it was going to be like a like a late fall release, like a November release, but we're getting it this summer, actually. So yeah. I'm actually pretty pumped. And, uh, yeah, it, I was uh, very happy to hear that you watched the trailer for it, so I immediately looked it up on YouTube. And boy, is it is it an eyeful to watch. It's George, absolutely insane. George Miller's a if, maniac. 
I think if that trailer would have come out before we recorded the last episode, it would have been on one of our lists, a hundred percent. Oh, easily, yeah, probably, thousand yep. percent. So I I think the new like go to in movies these days is just like throw anything and everything in your trailer, and you know, come up with the story through it because it seems like you know we're we're getting a lot of movies these days with that kind of structure. So it looks great. I'm excited. So. Yeah. I mean, George Miller, most prominently known for Happy Feet 2 and Babe 2, Pig in the City. Uh, so, curious to see what he does with this source material. I actually hate what you just said there. But it's so, not no, he's most known. He's most known for Happy Feet 2. So Happy Feet and Happy Feet 2, but Happy Feet 2 is better. So Okay, but, but, you, said, but you said Happy Feet before you said okay. Happy Feet 2, so I don't believe you. You guys, you guys are going down some some crazy rabbit trails here. Listen, um, Jason, we just are throwing darts at the wall, seeing what sticks. Okay, I'm I, just no, I, I'm I listing it. off his filmography, and Ian is has a problem with it. Oh, he hasn't reached uh, he hasn't reached that one film yet that came out in 2015. So, uh, I yeah, liked little, it. One Looks great. Film. Summer, what? Mad Max Fury Road for people who are very curious as to what George Miller has done in the past. Mad Max Fury Road is probably my favorite action movie of all time. So that's I'm going to say we can continue now. All right. Uh, let's move to a non uh, divisive topic. Uh, new Disney Plus show She-Hulk. I, I feel I feel like we didn't even talk about the trail. I, I, I don't like, know what that was. I, what was well, that what are we guy? supposed to say? What are we supposed I mean, to say? What do, what do you we, want? We talk, yeah, Ian people. It is, is people. undercutting me at every turn. Oh, I feel it's best to just move on. People can look up this trailer. It oh, looks crazy. Are you on. squeaking we're over there, Jason? We're talking about She-Hulk now. It's like I, I feel like Jason knows like what what just happened. No, the the listener is supposed to be like, oh, Ian said that this movie this movie trailer is crazy. It looks really good and it's coming out this summer. I'll go watch the trailer and put the podcast on pause right now because they have the power to do that. Hey, you you know. This is the part of the podcast where we're all really comfortable with each other. So there are some animosity, some butting heads, which honestly, this is what everyone says is is the great part of podcasts. Yeah, you know, it's the it's the. Uh, <laughs> but that, but then but then you start putting people on mute, Nick and Jason. Okay, and then people are like, "Wow, that you was mute, rude." You muted me was over rude. Babe Two, Pig in the City, a a George oh Miller God. directed joint. You you mentioned She Hulk. Can we just get on with that? Can I can I just can I just say something about about yes yes about J- three three thousand years of longing first? Jason's allowed to talk. Ian is not. Go. <laughs> Ian, you muted for the second time. Um, th- this trailer looks crazy. Is it just me or do I feel like there's a part of this movie that feels in the same vein as a Doctor Strange and I Multiverse of Madness or a everything everywhere all at once it's kind of like this similar vibe of the multiverse plus yeah <laughs> yeah ian put a pin in that um i i would agree with you jason i think just like the the genie concept and the concept of wishes um and then like the way that trailer was edited definitely made it seem like there's going to be some timeline hopping and some storytelling um, but yeah, the 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 way the trailer was edited definitely gave me like everything, everywhere, all at once vibes with just how quickly paced it was. Um, yeah, I I definitely thought the same thing. It looks crazy though. I I like the way it looks, and um, I mean, 
any anytime George Miller comes out with a new movie, it's kind of like a, a special event because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> what, Ian? Ian, just speak your mind. No, What's going I'm on? just begging Nick again. that he doesn't say anything right now, especially about Happy Feet or Babe. Please, Nick. Please. Well, You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. Okay? You already mentioned She-Hulk, so we can go right into She-Hulk. Okay? Let's go to She-Hulk. Um, right. Our segments are going to get better. That was a disaster of a segment. Yeah, but it was. As we that go was, on, it's going to be better. That was Ian just jumping ship. How is it my fault? Because I'm blaming you because I'm the one leading and you were not letting me lead. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right, Nick, we're take bringing it away. the drama on episode 12. Let's take, do it. Take it she, away, Nick. Take it away. Disney plus She-Hulk, attorney at law. Gave us our first glimpse of the titular character in one of the most anticlimactic trailers I've ever seen. I yes, and think that, it looks oh, oh the second oh, the second part of that tra- oh, 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 the second part of oh, that title oh. is real. By the way, it actually is She Hulk Attorney at Law. You you so. keep assuming that you think I'm gonna lie to the listeners, and everything I have said has been real genuine truth the cold hard facts and you feel the need to fact check facts as if i'm just gonna lie all of a sudden like yeah i'm gonna wake up and call she hulk attorney at law oh my gosh i'll uh i'll, I'll let you guys talk jason about your thoughts jason first. talk about she hulk please what did you think of it because i am about to cancel my disney plus subscription uh attorney at law is that the title of like the comic books or does she have she, own she's a lawyer book? in the comics yes okay does she have her own comic book or does she just pop up in the hulk comics she has her own run okay she's bruce banner's cousin oh okay okay so that they related yes um so you know i've obviously not been a big fan of really any of the disney plus shows mm-hmm. other than i mean the only exception has been WandaVision and obviously the Mandalorian. Everything else in the Star Wars and Marvel realm that they have done, live action, not a fan of. One bit. And um, I thought that Hawkeye was by far the worst Disney Plus show. And I thought to myself, there's no way, there's just no way that you could get worse than Hawkeye. Well, I take it back. Because this trailer looks laughably laughably bad i mean it is almost like a parody i almost thought i was watching a parody or a fan-made trailer of she-hulk because it was so bad everywhere from the cgi was terrible Mm -hmm. the the acting and the dialogue felt cringy and bad uh and just the story at large it just is like what am i watching here like uh I mean, it almost diminishes Hulk. Like, who is this random chick? And all of a sudden, like, now she's a female version of the Hulk, but she doesn't even turn into it. She just looks like she turns green. It's like, it doesn't even look like she's bigger or stronger. It's just like, it's her version, but now she's a bad CGI green version of herself. It's it's all so weird. The trailer... Just the trailer itself was cut weird. The sound was bad. The music was bad. I was like, "What? Am, what is going on here, dude?" Yeah. It it also was weird because it feels like there's a lot of hype for 
like Disney trailers and Marvel trailers. Like they they have been hyping up the new Thor trailer, which is dropping tonight during the NBA. If it if it comes out while we're recording, we'll we'll give our thoughts on it really quick. But like they historically like they put their trailers in these big spots and they hype them up for like they give these little teaser trailers for the trailer and they really hype it up and then they like dropped this one on like a Thursday afternoon at like three. Like, I feel like they know that the tone isn't great. The I also read that some of the VFX teams were told by Disney to make her smaller. Because she's like, she just turns into like a 6'5 woman. It, like, it's it very strange. Like, it's, like, she doesn't turn any taller than like your average WNBA player. I, I was just going to say, it looks like she just like became... <laughs> a WNBA player. Like maybe she can compete with Brittany Griner. I don't she know. She could she would know. get dunked on well, by she Brittany Griner. She can't actually because Brittany's still stuck in Russia. Oh my so. gosh. Oh, Ian. Ian Oh my god. Oh sorry, I'm not on a good roll tonight, guys. Um I mean I'm, I will... I'm looking I'm looking at a still from the from the trailer mm-hmm. of her in Hawk form, but in a suit, like she's at her attorney's office or whatever. And it's like a joke. I mean, yeah, the CGI the, is, the CGI like, is straight up a joke. What's the other uh, Marvel? Is it a show that's coming out like next month or something? Miss Marvel comes out in like two weeks. Miss Marvel, that's it. Miss Marvel looked better than She Hulk. I'll Both just say that. Silver, Both yeah, good. oh, 100%. I'm I, not um, a, I, am, I, I, will, I will be honest. I probably, right now, I would say I'm not going to watch it. I just won't even watch it. I've already suffered through Hawkeye. I always thought, hey, I would watch anything Marvel. I don't think I'm. I Jason, don't think I can do it. Your Jason, Hawkeye what, is my Moon Knight. Jason, what what happened to For the Pod? Okay. What, Jason's what, ducking on all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. What happened to For the Pod, Jason? No, I'll, I'll put my I'll put my two cents in on this. I am not excited for it. I'm in the same boat as you guys, so hey, what, what I'm gonna watch it. What happened I'm, no, no, hey, hey, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Oh, 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 oh. But I am not excited. And uh, I think Disney needs to pull a Netflix. Because Netflix is essentially cutting half its stuff, which Disney doesn't have to cut stuff, but they need to up their quality a lot more. Because I know they have twice the budget as Netflix does. And they are just pumping bad show after bad show after bad show. So... I think, you know, if they don't hit the chords right on She-Hulk, I think people are going to start protesting. I mean, people already are protesting about how poor their shows have been, aside from the OGs, WandaVision and Mandalorian. But I'm just not excited for this. So, Yeah, I want to I wanna talk really fast before we move on to the next trailer. The, she gets her powers in the comics. I don't know if if it's this way in the trailer because we we do see bruce banner hulk which how is he hulk again he's just regular hulk yeah that's very he's regular hulk and then maybe i made this up but he was like bruce banner for a second in the trailer too like is he he going back and forth now no he was was normal hulk at the end of of shang chi uh, shang chi yes yeah and his arm was still broken and like it was in a cast right bruce banner's was in that post credit scene yeah and now his arm looks fine as Hulk. Wait, so it was Bruce Banner at the end of Shang-Chi, but in the in the She-Hulk trailer, he's still like Bruce Banner slash Hulk guy? It was Hulk. He was like Hulk size, but he was talking normal, right? 
Yeah, so it's like it wasn't so the Professor Hulk thing. Oh, it wasn't. It no, looked, I'm, pre- I'm looked, pretty sure. I'm pretty bigger. sure it was Professor Hulk. Maybe it was. It I'll just, have to watch it, it again, but I good. really don't want to. Like his, it, like the the model that they have for Hulk. I mean, I guess they've kind of perfected it at this point. It looks it looks great. Abomination coming back is also cool. I I really I like that they're bringing all the OG Incredible Hulk characters back because that's kind of the forgotten stepchild yeah. of the MCU. Right. Um, that's cool. I read that Wong is uh, going to be of, in it because of course, of course he is. In everything. He's in everything. Yeah. Uh, um. So it it looks cool. She gets the uh, Hulk powers via blood transfusion because she has some like sickness yeah, or something. The, she's the new Morbius. She's the new Morbius, and she's it's basically the same thing as like Thor: Love and Thunder with uh, Jane Foster getting sick and needing the Thor powers. Oh yeah, that's right. It's all it's all just one story. Yeah, it <laughs> uh, just it, it feels redundant, doesn't it? Like it feels like some of this. If stuff they do just... it that way, yeah, we'll see. I mean, It'll be interesting to see how how they explain her having the Hulk powers, but historically, that is the route that they go. Okay, before we move on, I want to ask you guys one question. Do you think yeah. this Phase 2 of Marvel right now is on a track of going downhill? Or phase 4? Is it, oh, it's Phase, phase, four. phase 4. Oh, it is Phase 4. Do you think it's, it's on the track of going downhill right now? Or I think it's, I think it's legitimately on thin ice. We have. I, I yeah. really do. Do we have one movie in Phase Four so far? No, no, no. We have multiple. It's been everything post No End Way game. Home. So, so Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternals, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, and then Wandavision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, okay, Loki. That, you meant End Game, not No Way Home. Okay. You said so No Way Home. Of so, all the movies, of all the Phase Four No Way movies, Home, No Way Home is in. It's in Phase Four. I mean, Shang-Chi is in Spider-Man No Way Home are the only two movies that I think have been good movies. Yeah. None of the shows. It's Yeah, it's it's tough. I would also say my last comment on this is my disappointment really isn't even in She-Hulk itself because I don't know that character. I don't give a crap about that character. Like, I don't I don't care. Like, sure, make a She-Hulk uh, show and it's going to be terrible, but whatever. What's really disappointing is I feel like they've done a disservice to the Hulk character, Bruce Banner. Hmm. And I think this show is just going to bring him down even more. And it's going to take him on a disappointing plot line. And uh, that's what I get bummed out about. Same thing with Hawkeye. You know, if you want to make the show about, I don't even remember the girl's name, uh, sure, but like you, you wrote Hawkeye. Yeah, Kate Bishop, then whatever. I don't care. You, you can make a show meant for little kids or little girls, and you can have Kate Bishop and whatever. But it brought Hawkeye down. Hawkeye seemed such a lame character after that show. And uh, I fear that's going to do the same to Bruce Banner. Ian, you know what's interesting? What's that? That Jason's least favorite MCU show is the one with Florence Pugh in it. I think that's really interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, that's actually. Super. I. I mean, the more that you think about wow. that, that's interesting. That actually look, blows my mind. Look, I we, actually, and now, and we're moving on because yeah, we should move on. We should move on. Comment on it. So we're moving on. Actually. We can't even view Pew um, Corner. We can't even look at it right now. So next trailer. This actually leaked the other night. I tried to send it to you guys, and it got taken down before you could see it. Uh, Mission Impossible. Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer dropped this morning, and it looks 
Chef's Kiss. It looks so good. It, it, it I don't even know like off the top of my head 2023 releases, but that moved up to number one. I am so so excited. Well, for Well, that and, you know why that is is because Fallout slapped. So, Fallout is legitimately so so good. It's so good, and this trailer is just amazing. From the music, just the music alone was awesome, and the different cuts with the different characters and their looks and the fast cars, and that sick stunt that Tom Cruise does. Jumping off them all, yeah. He it's uh, and that's honestly that's just like the icing on the cake is yeah. the fact that Tom Cruise does his all all of his own stunts. So, um, I am so pumped and I'm up there with you, Nick. I I think this is like 2023 like most antici- most anticipated movie for me so far. So it was supposed to come out this summer and then it got pushed to like Thanksgiving and then they fully pushed it back out. The 2023 and then Dead Reckoning Part Two 2024 because they're filming them back to back. So a little a little part of me died when they pushed it out of 2022, but just getting this little taste of it looked great. Right. Uh, Jason, what did what did you think of the trailer? I am super excited about the movie itself. So I'm a, I'm in total agreement of you guys, and the footage of it showed looked awesome. I don't think it was a good trailer actually. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm disappointed in the cut of the trailer itself so a trailer is supposed to hype you up for a movie and i guess it did that because i got to see some really awesome i mean stuff think from, of it more of movie. like a teaser because the movie's more more of the, uh, like it's over a year away yeah and i i honestly have to disagree with you jason in, in terms of this has been a common trend for like the last three episodes it's like in terms of good trailers like this shows nothing about the plot so i think it's not a bad trailer whatsoever it just felt it just felt off like the the music was like a very subtle tone like it was the music choice was like this very soothing calm but then it built it built up to like the dun 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 dun. yeah but even Mm -hmm. even the theme song was like very subtle but the footage that was showing was like this jam-packed action sequence yeah it just like the 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 footage and the music didn't seem to fit or pair with each other. There was no dialogue. So it was just kind of odd. It was for if it was just a teaser trailer, I'd be down for that, but it was like a long trailer. It felt like a full on trailer. So I'm just saying the trailer itself felt a little weird. But I mean Rogue Nation and Fallout were like unbelievable. And Ghost Nate oh Ghost Protocol. I mean like the last three movies have And been... and the third one. Like the even like the first two are pretty slow and pretty bad. Like I don't really consider the the Mission Impossible franchise like kickstarting until J.J. Abrams directed that third one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like that movie was is like amazing. Yeah, no. And then they've been on like a run to the point where every sequel it feels like it's getting better and better. And Fallout is one of my favorite action movies like ever. Like it's so good. Yeah, Fallout's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Henry yep. Cavill and Fallout. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> I think we reviewed fallout on our old podcast like i think that's out there somewhere we probably did hey guys i'm still here that was a 2018 release wasn't it i'm still here guys i'm still here (laughs) you know Um, if we ever if we ever get big enough and we start like a patreon or something maybe we can drop some of our old episodes we we can't forget about episode zero okay 
So, and then we, we have, we have episodes, our test episode we did, yes. but never released. Yep. So we won't uh, disclaim the movie, but all right, let's move on, Nick. Uh, okay. I have three quick things I want to get your guys' thoughts on, and then we'll get into the reviews. First one is Margot Robbie is doing an Ocean's Eleven project set in London in the 1960s. Uh, with Jay Roach attached to direct, does this move the needle for you guys at all? Uh, I I didn't see Ocean's Eight. I don't know if you guys did. Oh, we reviewed it on our old podcast. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, it's that, an old episode, episode somewhere. Yeah, that's another episode. Um, so and I I that's because I just haven't heard good stuff. Um, so that's why I haven't seen it. But I I mean I'm always down for a a heist movie um except clearly for oceans eight but i so i don't have much i don't have many thoughts to this i'm throwing it to you guys because you guys have seen oceans eight and so i mean it, if it being set in the 60s and it's like an oceans adjacent like they they specifically said the ip is going to be oceans 11 like she, is she just going to be danny ocean's mom i mean i guess or like i feel like the timeline sort of makes sense like it's just gonna be like a prequel yeah i mean if if they i mean i could see it being one if it's called oceans 11 then yeah i can easily see it being a prequel because danny's oceans 11 took place what what year did that come out early 2002 2000 2000, yeah 2002 i believe so it could be his mom yeah, the, the the Variety and Deadline article said that it's an Ocean's Eleven prequel. Okay, okay. Um, so, I mean, I, that's the only thing that makes sense to me if there's somehow... This makes me wonder if it's like like a 10 Cloverfield Lane situation where they have a script and the only way that they're going to market it is if they sh- like stamp a big old IP tag on it. Right. Which, I mean, 10 Cloverfield Lane was great so yeah it, it was mean, great it's just also the out of the three cloverfield movies it's the least cloverfieldy yeah yeah that's very true so i'm i'm always down for a heist movie so jay, jay. What, do you, what do you got anything here your original question was does it move the needle at all for me and the answer is no i think anything beyond an oceans 14 um uh, doesn't get me excited yeah and I can I, I can I see agree. that because it's not an original film, you know. So it's loosely based off of Ocean's Eleven. So uh, I just I, I don't I don't quite understand the rationale or the appeal to making spinoffs off of Ocean's franchise. Like the Ocean's Eleven movie was made to be a single standalone movie, and it did so well that they made two more. It was never this big IP you know property that yeah. they wanted to. Th- turn into a franchise it's a weird thing to turn into this sprawling franchise so right i, I find it Am i find I, it a little interesting oceans jay correct me if i'm wrong or maybe i had like a stroke while i watched this movie but oceans eight sandra bullock's character was danny ocean's brother correct wow i can't i don't even remember it to be honest i <laughs> I, I think so and i think they also implied that danny ocean was dead during wow. like the last scene. Wow, that's bold. I because I think cow. she visits like his grave. 
I'm, pr- yeah, I'm fairly I'm certain. That. I'm vaguely remembering that. Wow. Sit. Yeah. So I don't weird. know if that's. It was if, weird. Yeah. It's. I. I. With how Ocean's 8 went, I'm not super looking forward to it, but I do love Margot Robbie, and she's probably the biggest actress right now. Like, you throw her in anything, and she's pretty good about scripts, and it's like a mega blockbuster. So I guess the Margot Robbie aspect does have me excited. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, I guess you're just taking the original Suicide Squad out of the equation with that. I mean, she was the best part of that because she got a, her own sequel. Like, she was easily the best part of that movie. And that movie also did make money even though it sucked, which was unfortunate. <laughs> uh, moving on. Daredevil is back on Disney+. Plus. Uh, series <laughs> is in the works officially no do uh, the do the emoticons that you put in uh our uh, little list daredevil <laughs> is back but it's on disney plus <laughs> that's bad um the series is in the works with matt corman and chris ord set to write uh i am very nervous about this if i'm being honest with you gentlemen here uh <laughs> These guys' previous credits are like a show called Covert Affairs and mm. a movie Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito. Oh, and geez. that's like it. And with how I have seen the Disney Plus, I mean, we just talked about it, how they have handled the quality of their shows and how they've handled the CGI and just like the overall tone. Them taking the Netflix Daredevil and putting it in on their streaming platform worries me to no end. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm I'm with you on that because the the show on Netflix ended so strong and by the end it had like such a big cult following and it still does that you know this is playing with fire essentially. I mean, so many people have requested a reboot of the show. And for like Daredevil to come back, but this is not the way that I was hoping that it would come back. So I'm I'm in that same boat with you, Nick. So yeah, I if I'm Kevin Feige, I don't know, man. I mean, is is he in charge of all things on Disney Plus as well? Um, I believe so. I believe he's he's still the producer because it's still AC or MCU, not ECU, uh, MCU yeah. like adjacent. Like he's still producing it. I just um, I like. Guess I I'm wonder just, how I'm they. I'm confused by these decisions, to be honest yeah. with you. Because the movies, like the movies' budgets, you you like feel them. Like say what you want about Doctor Strange, and you can go back and like like our o- review. Oitonas, Oitonas, it's a better. It, the movies looked good. Like Doctor Strange was one of the craziest looking MCU movies in a minute whether you like the movie or not, like it had a cool tone. Eternals. Okay. Shang-Chi was really cool. Uh, even like, I don't know. Black Widow had some cool stuff in it. Like that you feel the budget of the movie. Where like, I feel like these M like the MCU Disney plus shows. They're like severely lacking that quality. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think I said this in an episode about Moon Knight, but in a, a po- episode about Moon Knight, uh, I can kind of forgive the CGI stuff and the lack of a CGI budget. I just can't for- forgive kind of the, the bizarre 
decisions they're making from a storytelling perspective and a continuity perspective. It's just very confusing and convoluted, and I don't know. I I only watched the first season of Daredevil, which oh, I liked. Really? Yeah, oh, I brother, you are in for a treat. Yeah, it's, I think I, they I think they put it on Disney Plus right now. Season three is legitimately like one of my favorite superhero things. Is like, it really on Disney Plus right now? Yeah, they, it it moved in March, I believe. Jason, it is one of the best. I'm still claiming it as a Netflix show. It is one of the best, like non Disney, like Marvel shows ever. Actually, I, it Daredevil is the best. Ruled. It is the best because Luke Cage sucked, and Jessica Jones was iffy. Iron Fist did suck. The def- did you ever watch the Defender show, Ian? Where it was no, like, I didn't. Them? Nope. That that was that was pretty fun, but uh, of course. Uh, Matt Murdock was like the best part of it. Mm, okay. Um. Yeah, Jason, you you should definitely go back. You're in for a treat, brother. That. You are check in it out. for a treat. I'll check it and, out. And it, and it, I feel like they're definitely bringing back. Um, I'm blanking on his name. Charlie, what's his name? Charlie, what? Charlie. Oh man, I completely forget. He, he was in No Way Home, so I feel like they're yeah. they're implying that he's gonna come back. So I'm curious to see if they're gonna soft reboot it, or like it's be a season four or how they're going to do this. Like maybe they could have Charlie a multiverse. Cox. Yeah. Charlie Cox. I'm sorry. Yep. Like the, the multiversal shifts of the last couple of movies explain it. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how they do it, but I'm, I'm very, very worrisome about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm, and then I'm the final curious. thing really quick. Uh, the last three episodes of stranger things and we're getting the first seven episodes uh in five days same day as the first two episodes of obi-wan so friday we are in for a treat they are i think i sent this to you these episodes are like movie length episode seven is one hour and 38 minutes episode eight is one hour and 25 minutes episode nine of this upcoming season of stranger things two and a half hour episode that's absolutely insane that's not that's not an episode of a team that's just a movie <laughs> that you stuck at the movie. end that's yeah that's a movie but like that that's exciting because when when people first heard rumors about i i can't remember if it was infinity war or end games cut being like four and a half hours long five hours long people were like i will sit down for an, a four and a half hour long avengers movie and I would agree with that. So I am very excited to see these episode times. So I don't know. Well, what are your guys' thoughts on it? I'm excited. So I'm I'm excited, but it also like, are, is it in their contract that they can't do like more than nine or ten episodes? Like, why why does an episode have to be? Why does their the finale have to be two and a half hours? I feel like you could cut that somewhere and make it cut it again and do like the last four like hour and a half hour and a half even if you cut even if you cut a two and a half episode in half that hour and 15 minute episode still a really long episode and you know these are absurdly long episodes i mean these are movies to your point yeah these are yeah. three movies it's like they've made a trilogy in the yeah. final three episodes of this season it's um hey i if anything it has caught a lot of people's attention and it's Another one of those kind of news headline-y things that reminds people, oh, shoot, Stranger Things is back after many years of being gone. 
Yeah, and, that's uh, that's a whole nother topic that I don't want to get into. But reviews it, reviews are coming in, and it's it's pretty it's pretty positive reviews. I think from what I have seen um, from people's uh, reviews and different articles I've read, they've said it's a wildly different take on Stranger Things. Like they're going down a much darker road, and which hmm. makes sense. You kind of like the you kind of it's like Harry Potter when you start out. The Sorcerer's Stone. It's a very kiddie movie because yeah. the actors are super young. Right. And by the time you get to Deathly Hollows, like it's a very dark franchise. Yeah. Because it kind of matured with the actors, and it mm-hmm. sounds like they're doing something very similar with Stranger Things, which is pretty cool. That is. Cool. But I think a common thread is that it's kind of bogged down by by these crazy runtime. So it doesn't sound like people are speaking positively to these huge episodes. But we'll see. Yeah. Which it is funny because we're we're going from Disney Plus shows that are 20, 30 minutes long and complaining about how short they are, and now we're, you know, we're going into we're going into the Stranger Things season, and are we going to complain about the two and a half hour long runtime? I mean, it's it's definitely something. We'll we'll see if it works because maybe it'll spark something like maybe going maybe, forward, but yeah. like or maybe we'll watch it and we're like, wow, it's already over. Like we didn't even notice the time <laughs> going back. So. Yeah, I'm excited. I I don't know about you guys. I'm slowly getting more and more excited for this uh, season of Stranger Things. I rewatched season three semi-recently. And, like, when there's a new Stranger Things on the horizon, I just – I get, like – there's a little pep in my step. I'm like, oh, yeah. I really do, like – even the seasons that are mid, like, watching Stranger Things just feels like I'm putting on a big old – blanket and i just feel good like stranger things <laughs> watching stranger things is just nice like i yeah. like it yeah no, so, and, so nine episodes and they're dropping the first seven seven and then week. two on july 1st that's interesting so th- so the hour 25 minute episode and then the two and a half hour episode so it'll be what's that math four like hours the- so basically you're getting four hours in july so uh, next week's episode is going to be crazy because we are reviewing Top Gun and then we have to talk about the first seven episodes of Stranger Things and we have to talk about the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Assuming we watch yes. all seven episodes of Stranger Things. Now oh, you f- oh, you fool. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> fool. Of I course might, we will. I might serious? not. I might not. I'm going to be up north. Okay. Oh, you. Where are you going? I'm just going up north. Oh, he's oh, just you. going up north. I'm just going up north. Where are you going? Okay. We're going to spoil so that might, north. No, please don't, because Stranger Things is so good. It's like wrapping a blanket. It, like, it, it is interesting. Nice. I'm, I it's mean, just nice my, watching Stranger Things. To my earlier point, guys, I mean, we talked about Stranger Things very briefly a couple episodes ago, and like we kind of glossed over it. We are like, oh, yeah, Stranger Things. Man, I kind of like forgot about that show. Yeah. it has. It's pretty objectively impressive. How how Netflix has kind of somehow ramped up the excitement for this show yeah. in the last couple of weeks because, well, because all of they, a sudden out of nowhere I'm like oh shoot I'm ready for Stranger Things season four it's because yeah. they dropped the first teaser like a year and a half ago and oh it yeah was David Harbour like at a mine in like Russia and I'm like oh crap yeah Stranger Things and then like a year and a half goes by and it's like oh we're finally getting the season now <laughs> so. It got me excited, and then I forgot about it, kind of, and then it came back again. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So. All right. Into the reviews. 
Jason, right. since you did not watch either of these, why don't you guide us? And in Jason's and I... defense, you kind of threw the second yeah. movie like last minute. I so. I I watched this like right before I moved a couple days ago, and I was so like. I don't want to say blown away by it, but I was like so impressed that I was like, I have to talk about this. Like I, it was either one of you watch it and we could like have some banter and talk about it. Or I was going to talk about it for 20 minutes by myself. <laughs> well, 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 let me, let me take it from here, gentlemen. Um, to your point, you stole my thunder. Unfortunately, I did not watch either of these films. We're going to review and we have to be relatively short. Well, we're already at the 40 minute mark. So let's do like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes on each of these ones but um couldn't get around to watching it my apologies crazy busy week but we're gonna start with our main review first the main review is going to be men which i believe was on ian's most anticipated movie list um last week it was so number three i believe it was it three it was three or four something like three. that no. so no, it was like four or something. Yeah, three's a little high. This is the new A24 movie. Um, it's directed by Alex Garland, who directed some unbelievable movies. He directed uh, Annihilation and Ex Machina. So a pretty good track record for this guy. Um, it stars, I don't know any of the people in the movie. Do you guys know any of these people? You don't Jesse know Rory? Dackley, Roy Kinnear? I'm surprised you he's, don't know Rory. He's in like... He's a BBC actor and he's in like the 007 movies. He yeah. got to start in like theater. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Um, here's the synopsis. I've also, now that I'm leading the movie section here, um, I'm disregarding the IMDb movie section uh, synopsis that we used to use because <laughs> they stink. And I'm just going to go with Letterboxd. Men, uh, again, directed by Alex Gollin. In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Hopper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside hoping to find a place to heal. But someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears, a.k.a. men. <laughs> Ian, give us your initial thoughts on men. Uh, man, spoiler-free thoughts. It looks phenomenal. It sounds great. The The soundtrack actually captivated me, but I was not blown away by that because both... I haven't seen Devs, but both X and Annihilation both had, like, the same kind of tone. Like, Alex Garland really likes his monotone soundtracks, but they, they fluctuate uh, throughout the scene, and it's beautiful, and it just encapsulates you into, the, into what you're watching. But... Honestly, I did not. I, I came out of this movie confused, and Nick and I were talking about this after or before the pod. Like we've slowly just disliked it more and more as time's gone on. And I'm just it's it's definitely is not my favorite Alex Garland. Definitely not uh, one of my favorite A24s. Again, it looks and sounds amazing. It's just nothing progressed in the story. Um, no lessons were learned. Um, if there's depth, I can't find it. Um, and I, if there is, I, you know, I don't know what it's telling me. So those are my spoiler free, free thoughts. Actually, uh, I will add that Jesse and, uh, Rory added great performances 
I won't take away from their performances, um, but it, just the story-wise, just it it never grabbed me. So, Nick, here I am. Uh, yeah, I I kind of kind of agree with everything you said. It does swing for the fences, and for the first seventy-five percent of the movie, I remember sitting in the theater thinking, like, man, is this gonna be like my new favorite of the year? And then it like the third act kicks in and it really falls apart for me. I was kind of in the same boat where I, I left the theater and I went home and I thought about it for a bit and I was like, yeah, this is, this is like a, a three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I... and then like, as the days progressed, it, it dropped down a little bit and there's, there's some stuff that we can talk about in spoilers that, that kind of bothered me, but it, I will commend Alex Garland for, he really does swing for the fences on all of his movies. The ideas and the themes are there. It just, it didn't wrap up in a way like it just feels like a nothing movie. Like it feels very empty and it feels very insincere. And you said, Um, you said before the episode too, that you're, and I agree with you here is that you're all for ambiguity in an ending. And I am too. I love, you know, where an ending makes you question like what really happened or what you think comes next or what, you know, whatever. And this movie ends very, you know, ambiguous, but like not in the best way. So, um, and I would agree. I, I, at first the movie just, it, it was, it started off so strong and, uh, we'll, we'll get into spoilers, but is, is this movie, talking about things like political things like toxic masculinity or it, in, it a, in a way yeah. i i have a take we can talk about this in in spoilers but i have a take on that sort of um yep so we could just go we right into there, spoilers now we just unloaded our general thoughts so we can go right into spoilers you, you now. good to go into spoilers jay yeah let's do it uh let's go spoiler talk why can, don't why don't you start nick yeah so the, the titular um, thing in the movie is Jesse Buckley's husband commits suicide via jumping off a balcony um, before the events of the movie happens. And you see it via flashbacks. But it happens when she sits him down to ask for a divorce. And she you see this through the course of three or four flashbacks that like he he kind of gaslights her when he does it like you can tell he's very unwell he says that like if you leave me i'm going to kill myself and so you see that he's very unstable um he he like hits her and then once she kicks him out of the house that's when he goes and then kills himself and he sustains various injuries from that because he lands on a gate he his hand is sliced his ankle is broken and his head is bashed in Throughout the movie, Rory Kinnears plays several characters. He plays... So she goes to, like, a countryside Airbnb, and he is, like, the landlord who's there when she shows up to, like, give her... Like, show her around the property and such. And there's, like, a a town next door, and, like, these trails are all around that uh, you can, like, walk through and explore. When he leaves, that's when she starts to, like... She experiences some weird stuff when she FaceTimes her friend and it starts to cut out. 
And then she goes on a walk through like this old, it was like an old subway tunnel or something in the woods, yeah. Ian. Yeah, we, you see it in the trailer. And she starts. Yeah, it's it's the she starts, it, it's when she like starts singing in the tunnel and th- it starts echoing. And I will add, at this point in the movie, I'm fully like locked in. I am excited. Yeah, I I'm like, I think this cool. is gonna be great. And then you know, well, Nick can keep explaining, but I'm locked in at this point right now. The at the e- other end of the tunnel, you see a a person rise, which spooks Jesse Buckley's character, Harper. Her name's Harper? Is that my Yeah, yep. Yeah, okay. Harper. She then goes back to the house and you see that it's a fully shaved, bald version of Rory Kinnear's character who is fully naked. No hair, top, head to toe. He's got like some cuts on his body too. Has some cuts on his body and he follows her back to the house and she then calls the police when she sees him and... This is where I was like, okay, this movie's going in this direction. Is when the police come and arrest, like, the naked stalker from the woods. For You get, like, a glimpse really quick. One of the cops who's arresting the person is also Roy Kinnear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. And then... Every, every single man, the ha- men, is <laughs> going to be played by Roy Kinnear. So when she eventually goes into the town and visits the pub... And visits like she she meets like a vicar and a tiny boy. Yep, the, they're oh, all God, played this, by Roy Kinnear. The CGI but on that boy my, was so bad. <laughs> the, it was it was really bad. It was awful. He, imagine like Roy Kinnear's face CGI'd on like a thirteen year old boy's body. Yeah, Jason. it was it was awful. It's it, it was, was a little ridiculous. It honestly scared me more than the mask he was originally wearing. <laughs> so all of these guys like treat her. In a different way, like the the priest blames her for making her lust. the The little boy cusses her out because he won't play with her. Um, the the landlords the landlords like really conniving. The police officer like won't believe her. So my my take on all of that, this long winded explanation of the entire plot is my takeaway from all of that was each character that Rory Kinnear portrayed was an aspect of her ex husband's personality and like a different toxic trait of his so you asking is this like a commentary on toxic masculinity i guess in a way but it is also open to interpretation i don't know if ian got something different out of that but like yeah i i will add that at the beginning um when her husband when we have this flashback and her husband threatens to her that if she leaves him uh he will kill himself at the beginning, he also says alongside that he will haunt her for, like, the rest of her life. And that, like, that idea of him killing himself because they got a divorce will haunt her. So that that kind of was, like, a thing that you had to keep in your mind, too. Because, like, you know, is is this just some random creepy dude, you know, living in a sewer or an old train tunnel naked, getting scratched up by the woods? Or is this, you know, could this be... Yeah, like, like her, her ex-husband. Past. Yeah, could this be her dead husband, like, haunting her? I will say another big thing that people are questioning, and I've just been reading Reddit posts and letterbox reviews and whatnot, <laughs> is did the husband kill himself, or did he push his way through the through the flat above theirs to climb down on the balcony 
of their apartment to get into the apartment that she locked him out of because that seemed to be um it yeah it it did it did leave that part open for interpretation yeah because i I personally think he did kill himself because of what he said before right and that seems to be the strongest like motif and like you know if we if you see the conclusion to this movie which we'll talk about here in a second you can you could probably say that yeah he he killed himself he didn't push accidentally push his way but yeah there's just a lot of things like the vicar um i will add the vicar is one of the bigger rory characters in it um probably the second biggest yeah um he gets a lot of screen time he he like when she first meets him they talk for a while and she basically explained that uh her dead husband punched her and he he said to her uh did you give him time to apologize and which sent her on a like a raging tirade that led to her walking away and that was you know that was the big thing the vicar believed that you know women should give men time to apologize after hitting them you know and so on and so forth which obviously is very controversial um so you know that happened and then at at this point i'm still yeah at this point i'm still very much locked in but then the third act comes along and we yeah at at, yeah i was totally locked in at this point because then the third act starts and the landlord comes back to the house and she's being kind of chased by different versions of uh, Roy Kinnear like they, it keeps changing whenever the lights at the property go out they'll <laughs> cut out and then they'll turn back on and it's like a different version that you saw in the town or like around the area yeah. so like for a split second it's like it's like the naked guy and then the yeah. lights will cut out and then it's the little boy playing with like the mask um, and then it'll cut out and then it's like it's it's the vicar again yeah. so it, it does that for a while and she you know I don't know maybe I overthought this but she starts hacking away at this thing like at one point it sticks its hand through like the mail slot of the door (laughs) and she stabs the hand and it just slowly pulls out and it just slices this entire top of the hand like this all like down and Uh, that's each injury that she evoked evoked uh, on on roy kinnear was an injury that her husband sustained in the in the fall. I don't know if I'm making a connection no, that's not there, but like no, you it, are. It seemed that, pretty clear because it it, it, it lingered 100%. on his body. Because yep. it like he starts to hobble around and like its leg is broken after she breaks it, and like its hand is sliced open, and that you saw the the dead husband's hand. It like hit this gr- this gate on its way down and it's and it, his arm was like all bl- busted open yeah so yeah no, you I, you definitely Ian, are you making... wanna, do you want to go into into the the final like 10 minutes of this yeah so basically what happens is jason buckle up yeah this is absolutely insane. this is so basically uh, in she, unreal so she's being haunted and she tries to escape the property and she ends up hitting the landlord rory she hits him on the road and she's like frozen in fear. He comes up to her, snatches the car away, drives away. She's left in the middle of the road. And he drives away in her car. Two minutes later, he's screaming back up the road, intending to hit her. 
she runs away. Eventually, she goes back to the property. I, I took that as, like, she can't escape this nightmare right now. And the car, you know, slams into this post and whatnot. She's crawling back to the, the house. And this is where it really starts getting messed up. So what comes around the corner in this awesome lighting, I will say, on the cinematographer's part and Alex's part, comes around the corner as the tree, if I'm correct on that. And then basically fast forwarding through pretty much all of this. Each version of Rory gives birth to another in very unbelievably oh, gruesome ways. Oh boy, ways. you see some, some bussy in this movie. Unbelievably gross ways. Oh my um, gosh. He gives birth, blood and everything, to different Rory's, big and small. And they all, uh, eventually, they all come out of the room with, with the injuries. Yeah. And, like, so you see the busted hand, you see the busted ankle, cuts on the head. The big thing ending up, the big thing is this. There's several hints early on in the movie with the, the tree version of Rory. Um, there's a pedestal in the church uh, where she meets the vicar that has this almost green man look to him. And I watched several reviews on YouTube um, that kind of referenced him in past A24 films, including The Green Knight, which I think is awesome. I don't know if Alex Garland is going for that. But so basically the green man, from what I'm interpreting, is like a, a foundation that if women don't cooperate in society, a.k.a. giving birth to repopulate the earth, like men are going to find a way to do it regardless. And hence why we have all these versions of Rory being rebirthed constantly over and over and over again. Because on the other side of this pedestal was this this sculpture of like or this face of a woman giving birth. And like whenever they showed that part of the pedestal, it was red in color. And then whenever they showed the green man's face, it was green. So that's my interpretation of it. But and I think that's what ultimately leads. So basically after this nightmarish ending where she witnesses all of these births her husband eventually comes out of the body. Like this is her husband, husband. And he sits on a couch and he's like, look at me, look what you did. You know, this is all you. And then randomly it cuts to her friend showing up to help her because at this point her, she has told her friend all about these, this person stalking her and this person not believing her and the landlord being weird. So she came to essentially rescue Jesse Buckley's character and Jesse is sitting, like, drenched in blood. I believe the knife is still with her. And she looks up and sees her friend pregnant, and she smiles. And believe it or not, Jason, it cuts right there. And I know we probably didn't give the best description of the movie, but it is absolutely insane. And the third act just really, for me, it f tears the movie apart. Because I was expecting more of the concrete reason why this was happening and we absolutely got nothing like that and like what i said before i'm all about an ambiguous ending but this was a little little far-fetched it just so, it just felt empty for me yeah so what so, uh, what'd you guys give it on the letterbox i gave it a two star um originally i gave it three 
but it fell a whole star for me just because I just, like I said, woke up just not liking it more each day since. And although I will give Jesse and Rory props for their awesome performances, this movie fell flat for me. So I kind of was similar. I gave it a three initially, and then I... I, I sat on it and, and slept on it and prayed on it for a little little while and I, I moved it down to a two and a half and I I because there are aspects of it that I did like but the, it is so sloppy in in the back half that um it just it just didn't didn't really work for yeah. me I have it like middle of the pack in my I have I've seen 50 A24 movies. Yeah. And I have it probably like 32, I would say. I have it sitting at the very bottom of my A24 list. Oh. So. All right. Really? Someone hasn't wow. seen Slices or Slice. So, there is a so, lot of A24 that I haven't seen. So. So there, so there was there was a lot of anticipation with this one. And uh, it sounds like it kind of fell flat for you guys. Yeah. And I mean, directors have their, you know lesser films and i i think i would say this is alex garland's weakest but um you know it's it's just there's so many things that it it, like i said before it could have depth that i just am missing but if there is it's very far-fetched and i i can't find it anywhere so it's interesting that his his three main movies that he's done have all been about these female captives kind of being uh, tormented by like yeah, and that's a guys. That's a whole nother topic that I saw like on Reddit posts and uh, letterbox reviews and whatnot. Which you know, I directors have their style, but I mean, I think X, you know, X Machina. I think that was a pretty big one for women. I don't know. I don't know AI. Regardless, so well, let's uh, let's move on. We spent a lot of time on that one, and uh, so let's uh, let's spend a short amount of time on this next guy. No, I can't imagine it deserves a whole long. Well, Jason, you, guys just, you, you shut up. You, you shut guys, your mouth. You wow. guys just spent twenty Holy minutes. Cow. You guys just spent twenty minutes describing the entire plot of Men. So I mean, well, we did uh, give spoilers in advance. I mean, so. Yeah, you just, you went from it's it's extremely hard to decipher men and i mean you're not gonna watch it so you won't understand but like we kind of had to do that so yeah yeah. no um sounds like a bizarre movie i i to you i guess my input of of men would just be that i the gender of the movie the the gender (laughs) here's here's my thoughts on men as a whole Uh, no no i uh i agree that i i enjoy ambiguous endings when there's a clear through line to the movie uh, and there's a, a clear idea of what the movie's about and you're just left to fill in the last couple of pieces in the film and and maybe it it it, it gets you to think it you know it prods you a little bit into thinking about a bigger a bigger theme and and if and I can see what someone like Alex Garland is trying to do that here, but he leaves it so wide open that you're just like, what the heck did I even just watch? What was right. the point of that? Right. So if you got to still be focused and be leading the audience in some capacity, uh, you can't just 
make a bizarre movie and keep it completely wide open. Yep. All right, so let's let's move on to our second interview of the episode. Oh, thank God. This one uh, is based... I didn't know this, guys. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't know this movie was a thing until this week when you guys were talking about it. I had <laughs> zero idea. And not only did I... And, well, let me both uh, step back here. When I did find out what it was, I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, this movie looks stupid. It looks really dumb. This is a... This is kind of a half live action, half animated movie on Disney Plus, straight to Disney Plus, about Chippendale, which is basically like Alvin and the Chipmunks. And I'm like, what? It's not we- basically no. Alvin and the Chipmunks. It's a 90s Disney show, you asshole. It was, it just was like, oh my gosh, this looks so dumb. But I heard that Andy Sandberg was in it and, uh, and, um, John Mulaney. And John Mulaney was Seth in it. Seth Rogen. Oh, that's that's interesting. Well, and then I and then I looked it up a little bit more, and it's like, oh my gosh, hold on. Uh, Akiva Schaefer directed this. Is basically just like a Lonely Island movie. This mm, is yes, just sir. straight up a Lonely Island movie. So I am excited to watch it. I will probably watch it at some point this week. You tonight. two, di- you two, I might watch it tonight. Who knows? Who knows? Um, it still looks dumb, but you guys are giving it rave reviews so it's making me interested in watching it but let's start with nick let's start with nick um nick what did you think of chippendale oh hold on i gotta read the description my bad my bad here we go chippendale rescue rangers that's all you need to read rescue rangers this elvin and chipmunks type of thing uh decades since this successful television series was canceled oh so this is like a uh, a sequel to the this tv show thing oh yeah Chip has come to a life of suburban domestic city domestic domestic city. What am I trying to say here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he's living he's he's living a domestic life of an insurance salesman. <laughs> Dale, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery yeah. and works in the nostalgia convention circuit. Desperate to relive his glory days, when a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on their rescue rangers, Detective Posanos, once again to save their friend's life. Oh my gosh, Nick, what do you think of this? This thing? is I again. I didn't really know this was coming out this weekend. Uh, I hopped on Twitter Friday, Saturday. And I saw people raving about this movie. And I was like, oh, let me look this little thing up then. Again, saw that it was directed by Akiva Schaefer. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is just like the Lonely Island Like did this. And so I looked at the cast. John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, turned it on <laughs> Will Arnett is in this, apparently. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's sweet Pete, baby. J.K. Simmons, Keegan-Michael oh, yeah. Key. Yeah, dude. It's oh The cast is awesome. It's very, this is maybe the biggest surprise for me of 2022. And before you say like, oh, what about everything everywhere all at once? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that was an A24 movie directed by the people who did Swiss Army Man and had Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, of course that movie was going to be good. This is a straight to Disney Plus movie, like based off of an IP. It's a, it's, yeah, old. it's an IP movie. It's, that like you know has a it has a bad ip movies do are not doing well these days so <laughs> this is let's like 
Space Jam A New Legacy died so that this movie could live. Yeah. The IP and references and cameos and Easter eggs and jokes that are fired off every three to four minutes had me chuckling. I was consistently chuckling from this time it started to it ending. Consistent, yeah. like, every five minutes. Like, that's funny. Is it, I, I'm assuming it's just all things Disney references. No. Nope. No, it's not. Nope. They... They got away with so many cameos in this that I thought, is Disney going to get sued? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it stretches, like, the what parody law, what you can get away with. Because there are some, some cameos here that I was like, how is he in this movie right. looking this good? Right. And the animation looks so good. Because it's, it's set in, like, the real world, real world Los Angeles. But, like... Chip is still the 2D animation. Yep. There's a lot of characters that are 2D animated. Which which one? Chip got got the, the Oh, Chip got CG. the CGI. Dale yeah. No, 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 no. Dale, Chip, Dale was Chip, still no, no, 2D. No. no, Dale was the CGI. Okay. Chip was 2D. So so Chip so Chip is still the 2D from like the 90s TV show. Dale got got CGI surgery. So he is a 3D character interacting with a 2D chip the entire movie it is it's yep. so funny and original and like the cast did a great job i i mean i could go on but but i'm sure ian has some stuff to add i this is this is like a big thumbs up for me i yeah i love this i woke up to a message this morning nick was like ian watch chippendale rescue rangers i was like i guess i gotta watch chippendale rescue rangers now so saw the runtime i was like yeah i could do this while getting a tattoo today so i watched it while I was getting blasted by a needle, let's calm down. Okay, nobody make any references there. And uh, I, I was just laughing throughout that my tattoo artist had to be like, "Hey, you got to stop moving." Okay, <laughs> I was like, I'm, "I'm sorry." This honestly was great, and it, I'm with Nick. It, it surprised me. I will, I will say, we'll keep this short. I liked a review that said, "Space Jam: A New Legacy Found Dead in a Ditch." That's basically sums up the movie it's amazing so i highly recommend you watch it jason i think it's great and i think it i think you'll enjoy it so it's it's almost like they made this movie for adults first because like chippendale's 30 years old like it's it's all like millennial adults now who know what that is showing it showing it off to their kids like i it's kind of in the vein of like only thing i can compare it to like content wise is like maybe the lego movie where like yeah it's technically a children's movie but like adults still... are gonna get way more out of it yeah if they're paying attention and like know what's going on right it's hysterical and also like a little dark at times yeah too yep it's it, it's, it, it's it pretty... genuinely has a great plot as well yeah like the plot it's... is you know it's very cut and paste you see a lot of these movies with you know this plot but it's great and while you're writing on this great story you see all this great animation and the dialogue is amazing and it just fits yeah so it's really it's really quippy the animation looks great this is this is my favorite animated movie i guess i guess i can consider it that like animation e like the animation looks the best um since spider-man into the spider-verse um, like the way that they integrated the 2d 3d like this it looked really good especially for a straight to disney plus movie 
And I know this isn't a high bar to like cross, but I think this is the easily the best Disney Plus original. Like almost certainly. Yeah. In terms I, I of think movies, it's, I think it's definitely up there, and I think it's just it's way way funnier if you know that it's directed by the Lonely Island. Yeah. And just like, uh, who would have thought? So, um, I was like, yeah, I, I'm gonna watch this instead of Halo while I'm getting tattooed and <laughs> okay, honestly does, it worked so. does alvin show up at some point yes. no but they yes he yes. does two, yes for yes, two seconds no. they they dunk on alvin <laughs> and the chipmunks every 30 seconds in this movie they <laughs> That's hilarious. make fun of alvin I, I and the chipmunks so is it not so re- much is it not related to alvin the chipmunks no it's not no. it uh, chip and dale were was its own show back in the 90s bro it was a disney show back in the 90s and they'll they'll run back at the beginning of the the movie so you can kind of get an idea of what chip and dale were but it was did a you show. ever watch it as a kid never no i'm i, I remember now. like I, reruns because it was like an early 90s yeah, show I, I remember reruns on like disney xd when i was a kid yeah i remember i remember very little snippets of it but that's it i grew up mostly on spongebob and then a little bit of cartoon network as well but Chip and Dale, yeah, I mean, this movie makes me re- want to rewatch the, the show, like, or or watch the show, should I say? So, um, I don't know well, if now, we need to. I don't know if we do. We need to get into spoilers, Nick. Oh, guys, no. don't get into spoilers, guys. I, I want to watch. Guys, it now. guys, guys, guys. The new Thor trailer's out. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, we should live react to this right now. Yeah, should we, we definitely should. Are we done with? Are we done with Chip yeah, and Dale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I, can, wait, I, I'll, I'll, I gave it. I gave it a three, three and a half out of five. Yep, and I gave uh, it a, made my top ten. Loved it. I gave it, Disney Plus. I gave it a three star, and I, 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 I highly recommend it to anybody who's, you know, interested in watching it. So, right. I, I, I do want to watch it. So I, uh, I'll probably watch it honestly tonight. So let's, uh, yeah, let's do a live reaction of, uh, of Thor. So everyone pull it up on the. Should we wait? Mute I see one how? that's two. No, no. We'll we'll watch it. Um. How is it gonna work with all the audio? Well, we'll just we'll just mute the audio. It's in your headphones. Uh, yeah, the audio is in my headphones, so you shouldn't see, you shouldn't hear the audio. Yeah. yeah. All right. Give Are me we... a. I have it pulled up. You do a countdown, and then I'll click play. What? Um. Just what's your... your Nick? Just pull it up in your computer. Let's just uh. Watch it so it goes through your headphones, and then we'll. You can live oh, react. Oh, like share the screen. No, just. Pull it up on a browser. On your... Okay, yeah. so we're all watching it on our own, correct? Yeah, but we'll start at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Well, I, ha- I have it pulled up. I'm ready to go. Okay, I think I have the right one. Uh, it's, by... it's two minutes and 16 seconds. I got, straight, I got straight two minutes. From, it's straight 20. from Marvel Entertainment uh, on YouTube. Okay. Just look up Marvel Entertainment. Okay. So we talked about the Thor trailer what was it two three weeks ago two weeks ago which is pretty sweet and i remember saying that i uh i feel like they held back a lot of what they were going to show in the teaser for dr strange now after watching dr strange i don't i don't know if anything will uh, that happened in dr strange would translate to thor but um they, they have to give a lot more in this trailer right i'm really hoping to see christian bale's uh god the or gore the god butcher i'm hoping to see him you think we're gonna see him in this trailer let's i mean let's find out let's just get right into it 
Are you ready, Nick? I'm just waiting on uh, Nick. He seems no. to be struggling over here. No, I'm no, I'm not ready. Nick, it's Marvel Entertainment on YouTube. Nick, yeah, Nick my, is a little bit like like the the tech. Uh, no, he's very tech dad. savvy. No, he's he's very tech savvy. He's my Wi-Fi just sucks. Well, you don't have Wi-Fi yet. You just I'm, moved you know what? I'm gonna mute you guys. I'm gonna mute myself and then. Sorry, that's it. I'm watching it on my phone. Muting. Oh, Muting so, you guys. Tell so me Nick, when okay, wait. So, so Nick won't be live reacting with us. Then. No, no, no. Nick, I'll, we'll give you a countdown. Faces. We'll give you a countdown, right? Because you can still hear us, right? I, yeah, I can hear you, but you okay. won't hear me. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Just unmute yourself after you watch the trailer. So we'll give you a countdown, all right? Nod your head if you... I feel like Ian's doing this very convoluted like but we're, we're running off here so uh let's uh you ready ian yep all right I've, three I've, two three, two one one go go oh cool i love gorg bro the speckled jacket <laughs> oh my god oh 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 there she is Ooh. whoa what's with that oh oh shoot she looks great the old ex-girlfriend <laughs> eight years <laughs> oh Bro, what happened to his eye? Yeah, I'm a bit confused by his look. Whoa. Whoa. No way. Whoa. What? <gasps> oh, Bro. That's, that's so good. Oh my god. Ooh. Breaking news, Christian Bale lost 60 pounds to play this role. <laughs> Oh, oh, there's Russell Crowe. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> 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 the women painting. Oh, my God. Oh, All right. Well, that's wow. exactly what you were hoping for, Jason. All right. We got All right. a lot of gore. We got a ton of gore. It's it, 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 it's It still looks very Marvel-esque. So... I'm excited. Well, um, initial thoughts, guys. Uh, what do you think, Ian? I I'm excited. I think it looks great. A lot of, a lot of Taiki Watiti, uh, Taiki, <laughs> Taika Watiti puns that are gonna be thrown into here, which I'm sure Nick is not thrilled about. But I am excited for Christian Bale as the villain. So he he lost like 60 pounds for this role. So 
Like he, it on I feel like he weight, like doesn't need weight. a lot to like motivation to lose 60 pounds <laughs> or gain 60 pounds. Right. He just does it on right. a whim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of torn. Gore seems like such a super serious dark villain, but the tone is, you know, cl- the classic Taika Waititi, silly, yeah, upbeat, silly, fun. Right. Yep. Um, very interesting. I love that scene with Russell Crowe, who's playing, is he playing Zeus? He's playing Zeus, yeah. and he Zeus. flicks off all of his clothes, and then they blow out, they blow out uh, Thor's butt. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> yep. is, are we going to see his butt in theaters? Yeah, probably. So. We deserve probably. it. We deserve to see Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> butt. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's it looks, uh, it looks fine. It, like I, it it got me a little more excited, but just because of the Christian Bale of it all. I do you think Thor's gonna die? Do you think he'll die? Hmm. Uh, I think, I think someone will die. I think Thor's gonna bite it. I think he'll save him or save Jane. What okay. what do you what do you guys think of the whole Jane as Mighty Thor's thing? I mean that. Just from it's what f- you just from what you saw in the trailer, that was very odd. It it was different than I thought they were going to introduce her, because it looks like she's already established as Thor, yeah. Yeah. and he's like surprised by it. So I'm I'm curious to see how how they do that. Right. Yeah. I mm. I mean I really don't. I mean, she. It just looks like Natalie Portman in a Thor costume. So she got pretty jacked. It yeah, she, like she got, got jacked. jacked. I I wonder if there is a little bit of multiverse still going on i mean that's what phase four seems to be all about i wonder if this isn't all jane hmm. i mean that's yeah that, those are thoughts that i have to sit on for the next week so well well guys let's, we're let's wrap 20 into this yeah thing. let's we wrap gotta, this up we gotta get this out uh nick i know you had an obi-wan prediction let's uh let's hear that real quick here it's obi-wan week yeah i my I was just sitting at work at my desk and I thought, wait, is Palpatine going to be in this show? Mm. So I, I think it would, it would be weird if he wasn't in some capacity, at least for a scene. Yeah. I feel like we need a scene between him and Vader since he was the one who, who got Anakin's burning body off Musafar. Right. Um, so something to kind of twist the knife, like, Hey, Obi-Wan left you there to literally die. So yeah. seeing the last Palpatine we got m- sucked majorly. Like that was so shoehorned. That was so stupid. So, like, <laughs> I'm, now I'm thinking about Rise of Skywalker and that was so stupid. <laughs> okay, let's. But I I feel a good way to like kind of make people forget about that is have uh, him back as Palpatine for like a scene, no more than like two three minutes. Ha- like mainline continuity Palpatine explain like kind of twisting the knife on vader uh that's that's I'm, kind I'm, of my theory yeah, going into it i'm sure that would happen i don't think that'd be like a big surprise though i mean i I'm, i was kind of anticipating him to pop up for a scene or two i um, mean i, I still think that's a very worthy prediction i but, but do you guys but, have anything anything but, fun? but palpatine palpatine showing up would not have nearly the impact of vader showing up and we know vader's gonna but, show up so vader's I mean, been but vader's been teased i know i know i'm saying even us knowing that vader is coming back fully formed we're gonna see vader we're gonna see vader versus obi-wan i mean we know we're gonna see it yeah that 
I mean, who cares about Palpatine at that point? I mean, come on. I am so psyched. I I honestly I'm a I'm a proponent of get rid of as many cameos as you po- get rid of it all. Get rid of it all. I just want to see Obi-Wan and Vader. And I just want to see Obi-Wan's story and then I want you to show us Vader without Obi-Wan. Like what's going on with Vader right now? I just want to see those two characters. I would love this show to be a character move uh, show about just those two characters. That's yeah. how f- how funny would it be if they when they fought it was like the same speed as like a new hope or it was like oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> that would actually be that quite would hilarious. be that would I would laugh at I, I would if laugh. they were fighting at that speed. Yeah, that wouldn't diminish anything for me honestly. I I think that would just <laughs> elevate my we, uh we haven't had review. we have not had a good lightsaber fight since revenge of the sith and uh Ooh. we haven't yeah. had a good lightsaber fight since revenge of the sith and i think we're gonna get a good one here and ironically it's between the two same people yep <laughs> and honestly i i really don't have any recommendations i'd love to see maybe a hint um because who 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 are the uh? Who, what are the evil knights called, Nick? They're inquisitors. in the Inquisitors. I'd love to see like a little hint into, and they're probably not going to do this, but into that video game, Je- Jedi Fallen Order. It looks uh, like we're gonna go to that same uh water base that you infiltrate. In yeah. Like the, the the end it, that's in the trailer. I'd love just a little hint there. of like, oh yeah, the Inquisitors are dealing with this issue that we're experiencing with except that that i guess it could line up i think it kind of does line up how many years after revenge of the sith was fallen order like i can't remember but i mean it's still very strong the inquisitors are still very much alive so and we don't get any because it it definitely happens like right before obi-wan because i believe obi-wan is 10 yeah I'm regardless. So, yeah. I'm excited to see the Inquisitors. Cool. So I think they're a really cool little group that it hasn't been highlighted very much outside of Fallen Order, and so I'm very excited to see them. They're they're so. literally like the main bad guys in Rebels. Yeah. Oh really? Oh, yeah, I haven't watched Rebels. So that oh, Rebels is awesome. You should watch yeah. Rebels. All right, guys. We should just uh, wrap it up. Let's we, we'll talk about what we've been watching next week. It's well going on an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta <laughs> close it up. So uh, next week, jam-packed episode. Top Gun, Maverick. Are we having a guest on for that? We talked about having a particular guest. Are we bringing is, him on? Is he still, da- well, is he still down? He's ready. I, I prepped him. Oh, boy. Okay, yeah. You know what? Yep. We're going to have a fun special guest on apparently next week. Apparently, I'm so, not going to. Oh. Should apparently- we bring, are we going to bring him on for the whole thing or just the review? I feel like just for the review. We'll we'll take this offline. We'll we'll talk about it. We'll yeah, talk yeah. about it. All but right. that's a uh, big big episode next week. We'll have a guest, Top Gun Maverick. First two episodes of Obi Wan. First seven episodes of Stranger Things. Plus probably some stories that would drop. It's gonna be big, big yep. episode. I'm Looking excited, to it, guys. I'm excited. Thanks for tuning in to episode twelve of Podland. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ian, joined alongside my buddies Nick and Jason, and we are signing off for the night. So thank you. See you guys. Love Love you, Mom.